you know, I'm a little nervous right now. I'm a little shy. <laughs> what is good? Welcome to Two Regular Girls' first ever podcast. My name is Marley. And my name is Heidi. We created this podcast to share with people our views and opinions um, on different types of topics as two regular girls. Heidi and I already have so many different types of conversations, um, deep conversations, um, and we wanted to share that with as many people as we can. I know I just said pepple, but it's fine. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, so you'll hear so many different types of conversations anywhere from relationships to um, the dogs on the side of the, the road and maybe um, about what's going on in the world. Who, who knows? Who the fuck knows? But you'll hear it all. Trust me, sis. We got you covered. And bro, don't worry. We got you covered fucking too, all right? Okay, so to give a little background about who we are to know who you're listening to, my name is Marley, as I said earlier. Um, I grew up in Utah as a Mormon, um, and I'm gay. So that's a pretty, um, pretty, uh, that's a pretty funny combination. <laughs> and also I'm of color. I mean, it doesn't really look like it cause I'm a little bit white, but both my parents are brown. And, um, so that was, uh, how I kind of grew up. You know, I love to have fun. You'll kind of see that me and Heidi are completely opposite people, but yet we get along. It's, it's really weird, but Anyways, that's kind of a little bit about me. I just love to have fun. I love to dance. Um, and I am very opinionated. So you'll fucking hear it on here. You'll hear it. So anyways, Heidi, tell a little bit about yourself. I'm obviously not as fun as Marley, but to tell y'all a little bit about me. Um, I grew up in California. If we're going to get really in there, um, I'm Hispanic. As you guys know, that culture is very strong, very um, controlling. <laughs> and not very it's they're very traditional so I'm also gay of course um and it's been hard obviously growing up two religious parents both Hispanic both uh, Hispanic <laughs> we'll stop it at that I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about um so I grew up that that um she I'm, grew up that that yeah, I grew up <laughs> like that uh she a little nervous um let's see that's um, I like to write on my free time. I've stopped that for a while, but I'm really excited to get this started, everyone. I wanted to start a podcast for a while, um, but I get really bad anxiety and this really kind of freaks me out. So this is me fully stepping out of my comfort zone. We'll see how this goes. This is going to be my favorite one ever. Um, so let's fucking go. So as you all saw, the topic today is relationships. Relationships 101. We are no experts. Keep that in mind. We're just two regular girls giving our opinions and thoughts on relationships. Do's and don'ts, what you should be doing and what you should not be doing in a relationship. To start it off, we'll start it off easy. And the most common thing nowadays, because we live in the world of media, Heidi, should your significant other be able to like and comment on other people's photos on social media okay now i think everyone's gonna see me as the crazy person of course which is fine that's how it be 
Um, I think you should be able to, to an extent. Um, obviously, I will be commenting on my friends' pictures or liking my friends' pictures, right? Got to hype them up. But also, I feel like you can do that to an extent. If I see you consistently commenting on that one girl that I know be eyeballing you, you know, and you're constantly like, oh, I don't know, you know, those little comments, those little flirty comments back and forth, then I do think that there should be a line drawn. But I don't think there's anything wrong with occasionally like, oh, you look so cute, like things like that, you know, things that are not harmful that I don't think are harmful that others might. Like I said, I don't know. I'm very, I'm, I'm a crazy bitch. I get very jealous very easily. So yeah, to an extent, I do think it could be, it could be like a bad thing, but it could also not. So I'm going to stay in the middle in this one. <clears throat> no, I'm the same way on that. And I, I'm, I'm a very open person. So when it comes to, um, you know, my close friends, I'll give them heart eyes, kissy face and be like, get that girl. You looking fire. Like, Oh, you looking really good. Um, and so I don't know. It's hard for me to, be on that side with other people where it's like it's not okay to give heart eyes or tell someone they look cute and it's like why not they look cute and you're not you mean it in no harmful way be other than hyping that person up you know what I mean like for all the straight people out there it's it's completely normal to have a best friend of the opposite sex and why can't you hype them up online you know what I mean and it's like of course like there's there's times where you know, it's not okay where there's meaning behind it other than simply giving them, um, some hype. Right. I agree. I agree. And no, yeah, I, like I said, it can be very harmless, very just like at the end of the day, you want to hype your friend up, you want to do whatever, you know, that's fine, but you still have to keep that respect for your significant other in mind when you're doing these things. Also, I think knowing your significant other's boundaries is a big one because obviously, you know, something that's okay with me wouldn't be okay with my significant other and vice versa. Exactly. So it's, it's important to first know each other's boundaries and what you think is okay and what you don't. And then at that point, just respect it and kind of meet in the middle. Exactly. And I think it's also also good to know who's in your significant other's life and not because then you'll know like, oh, yeah, I know that girl or that guy is somebody who is has always been in you know my significant other's life and they're genuinely just best friends. But if it's somebody you don't know and they've never talked to about it, that's where you should be like, OK, well, how come you've never to- told me about this person? All of a sudden you're giving heart eyes to this person. You know what I mean? It's good to know who's in your significant other's life. Obviously you're not going to know everyone, but if they're commenting and continuously commenting and liking that picture or, you know, the photo or whatever, um, you should probably know who they are, you know? No, I completely agree with that. No, of course. But so what do you think about, um, you know, talking to your exes and being friends with your ex. This (laughs) one is my fucking favorite. So I personally, being one who completely cuts off their ex, I don't see why you would feel a need to continue a relationship with your ex. Because to me, honestly, um, I could have just read it in a tweet and I agreed with it and now that's how I live my life. But I saw once it was like, 
if exes are still friends after the breakup. I'm not sure what it said, honestly. Never mind. So I might just scratch that off. But I think it said something along the lines of if you're still friends with your ex, then um, you're still holding on to something. And Uh, I disagree. I fucking disagree with that. Sorry. Mm. Go ahead, Heidi. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just how I see things. Like I said, I do come off very crazy, very jealous, very possessive, which is fine. I to an extent, I completely agree with that. But that's just my view. And so I like to make it very clear from the beginning. Like I said, you got to know each other's, you know, boundaries. For me, I especially when it's a recent thing, I that's just like a red flag for me automatically, even if it's even if to the other person, it's not. You know what I mean? For me, especially if it's a recent breakup and you're still in contact, that to me is a red flag because I'm like, that just happened. There's no way you just turn that off immediately. And that's just me. Like I said, I hold on to a lot of feelings. I'm a very sensitive person. I feel very strongly about a lot of things. And so I'm not one that feels that you can just drop that in a second and let it go and just be friends. That's just my view on it. And so I don't see why you would want to be friends with your ex. Like I said, I've never been friends with any of mine. I think I have one guy that I still have on social media, but we keep to ourselves. You know, I maybe watch his stories a few times and he watches mine, but that's that's about it. See, I'm I'm completely opposite. I don't know. I'm just one who I feel like that person meant something to me, obviously, Um whether we ended good or bad, I would want some sort of relationship with that person. But that's just me. Like I have a hard time getting or letting go of people. And I'll admit that I get really attached to people. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, like I would want some sort of contact, whether it's, you know, we hit each other up every few months and say, Hey, how are you? I hope life is great. Yada, yada, yada. Um, or if we didn't enter and ender, (laughs) if we didn't end that bad, then, why like why can't we you know stay friends you know and 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 it's hard because most people don't think that way and so it's really hard to um to make that happen in a current relationship when you're still in contact with your ex yeah I don't know like I said I'm speaking from personal experience where my close friends none of them are friends with their exes. I've personally been in only toxic relationships where it's like, why the fuck would I want to keep you in my life? You're not good for me. And like I said, maybe if like I had a really good one and we just ended on good terms, maybe at that point it would change. But honestly, right now I can tell you that I highly doubt it. Once that's over, I like to just start fresh. I like change. And if that's something that's meant to change, then I want it completely gone. And that's just how I process things. I work best just completely letting go. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Most people do think like you. And that's why, you know, me as a person, when I'm in a relationship, I'll respect my significant other if they think that way. You know, just because most people don't think like me and most people don't are not open to, you know, keeping their exes around one way or another so you know and, and i'm one to respect um my significant other's wishes in that right which we're gonna keep circling around that same thing where it's like know what's okay with your significant other and what's not and vice versa and just respect it yeah. um okay i want to talk about what do you think about this marley do you think you should always be agreeing with what your significant other says fuck no you are your own person and you can have an opinion 
And if you disagree with your significant other, then you fucking disagree, you know, and that's just life. You're never going to find someone who you agree with everything on the same thing, you know? And so, no, I don't think so. I don't think that you should be doing that. And obviously it should be handled in a very healthy way. You know, if you disagree, talk about it. You don't need to be like, I'm right, you're wrong. Right. You know, agree to disagree. There we go. And I completely agree with that. I think compromise is a big one for this. Um, I think if you're in a relationship where you're constantly agreeing with each other and just going with whatever they say, I think that that's boring and controlling. I that at the end of the day, like what Marley said, you're your own person. You have your own thoughts and your own feelings. You know, you and your significant other might have very, uh, very similar morals and very similar values, which is, you know, fine as a, you know, even as just a friendship, you have that, um, that you bond with people who have a certain, the same values as you. Obviously that's something you want, right? But when it comes to completely agreeing with everything your significant other says or wants, no, I don't, I don't think that that's okay. Um, there we go. Just circling back to what she said, it, agreeing with it. Um, sorry, fixing it in a healthy manner and really talking it out, I think would really help. And I just think that like you always agreeing with your significant other is so unhealthy. You just be- and then you'll lose yourself. You'll lose ex- who go. you are as a person and you'll, you won't have a voice because you know, and if you agree always with them around other people, they're going to, other people are going to think, you know, you're like that. And then all of a sudden you have no voice anymore because exactly. you have to, you know, follow what you back yourself up of what you've been saying in the past and agreeing always, you know? So if you're around other people and always agreeing with your significant other, then you lose yourself and your voice. And then within the, you know, your couple, the couple, you also lose, I don't know. It's just, that's weird. I don't, I'm so like independent that I I can't even wrap my head around that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's some period. Shush. <laughs> okay. uh, so kind of staying along the same lines, how do you feel about, okay, what's your opinion on letting your significant other go out and hang out with their friends or go out to like clubs, things like that? Um, it's a must, a must, your significant other must go hang out with their friends, must go. And if they like to go clubbing, they must. I think a relationship, uh, you, there should be so much trust there that you should not even think twice about your significant other going into a bar or a club because you know that, that your person is going to respect you whether you're there or not. And if you don't, if you don't trust them going into a club, then why the fuck are you with them? Why the fuck? Because you need to have so much trust in your, in your um, partner that to even have any, to, to have a healthy relationship, you, you have to have that amount of trust. And if you don't, then get the fuck away, leave that bitch um, sorry, not that bitch. Um, just leave that person. It's a waste of time. You have to, that's the number one thing is trust. And second is communication. If you don't have that, get the fuck out. Yes. And I agree with that a hundred percent. My thing is, I think my biggest, um, the biggest point I want to make in this, a big do is let them breathe. 
I think your partner and yourself should be able to hang out with your friends, do whatever you want, because at the end of the day, I think it's important to remember you're a big part of your significant other's life. Of course, you're a gigantic part of it, if not, a, you know, like 90% of it. But at the end of the day, you're not their entire life. They have friends outside of you. They have family outside of you. They have they have a life outside of you. You know, you didn't meet them by themselves in a corner with nobody to back them up. I mean, maybe you did. Maybe you did. But <laughs> hopefully you didn't. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you didn't. <laughs> but you know what I mean? No, nothing wrong with the people in the corner by themselves. I'm just hoping that never, no one's in that position. That's what I mean. I, I love everyone. Right, of course. And sorry if that came off wrong. I just mean, you know, they have a life outside of you. And um, personally for me, I'm not a very social person. I keep to myself, I'm very antisocial. So I don't really have a lot of things to do outside. But I mean, there, there's a few times now and then when I just wanna be, um, I don't wanna question or th- think twice about asking my significant other, hey, is it okay if I do this? Because I feel like they would say no kind of a thing, you know? That's very controlling to me. And, I and, that's, another, and that's another thing that we can talk about. What is something that you need to consult with your significant other before doing and what should you, what doesn't matter? Because there's a lot of people who will say like, you know, before you do anything, you need to ask me if I'm okay, if you're, if I'm okay with that or this or that. And to a certain extent, I think that's fucking crazy, but to a certain extent that, that needs to be done because your, your partner needs to be on page with you. But, uh, that's just I hate controlling people. I fucking hate it. My last relationship was so controlling to the point where I couldn't even have a Snapchat. I couldn't even have friends. So when it comes to that, I I feel very strong because in a relationship, you shouldn't lose your yourself and you shouldn't allow your person to lose themselves either. So I don't know. Right. And when it comes to control, of course, I've been in a lot of relationships where it's that way as well. And I've always allowed myself to get stepped on. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. Because I was very like, I was always searching for love. You know, that was just my biggest thing. Even, oh, we're not going to get into all of that. But just growing up, you know, I wanted that validation that I feel like I needed. I wanted that attention. I wanted that love. So when it came to these toxic relationships where they were being controlling or they were even telling me that they hooked up with so-and-so, I just give them, you know, like a pat on the back and be like, cool. You know, I'd, I'd allow myself to get stepped on and I lost myself and my values along the way, which is something that I feel like you really need to take hold of. So no, when it comes to being controlled that way, not at all. There's a certain things like she said, or like Marley said, of course, there's a few things I feel you like you should consult with them because if I'm not telling Marley I'm going out like I'm going out and doing this, I feel like that's just sketchy to a certain extent, you know, just dipping and doing my own thing. That can be a little sketchy, a little suspicious, but if I'm being super open about it, then it there should be that trust and everything should be good to go. So Exactly. I agree on that. Like there to a certain extent, yes, you should consult, but it's like I don't I don't need to ask you if I want a tattoo. I don't need to ask mm-hmm. you if I can go to the store. I don't need to ask you if I can hang out with my friends. It's more so like letting you know. You know what exactly. I mean? Like just common courtesy because we are, we are each other's people. So it's just nice to know, you know, what you're doing and who you're hanging out with and, you know, what you're doing in a day. Just common right. courtesy. I think it's mostly just that and... Um, yeah, that's all I got to say on that shish. But Heidi, month of versaries. Is that a must in a relationship or not? 
I I feel like I'm going to be a little bit in the middle for this one. So I'm not one to go out and like make a gigantic deal about it. But I think in a relationship, it is important to recognize the small things. You know, obviously a lot of people um, there, I don't know, I've just from what I've seen, a lot of people go all out like, oh, one month, let's go out and you know, you see all these posts about it and everything that they bought for each other. And it's like, I mean, that's cool and all, but I feel like that's a little unnecessary. I think you should still recognize the fact that, you know, you're spending this much time together, that you've made it this far with this person, that you're growing together. So I do think that it is slightly yeah. important to at least acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Just be like, hey, babe, like happy anniversary. You know, I, I that validation and that reassuring, like just constantly reassuring your significant other in small ways like that. I think can provide a really healthy relationship. So yeah, I'm and I I'm on that, but a little bit more lightly. Like yeah, I think it's it's good to be like yeah, hey, guess what? We've been dating two months exactly today. Like cool, that's cool. Yeah, because obviously this relationship means something to me, and that's why I'm in it. So it's right. cool to recognize how far we've come and what has happened in the last couple months or years or whatever time it is. But I, I I'm also one that it's like every fucking month are you kidding me like you know six months every six months sure let's fucking celebrate but you might just get a pat on the back like hey we made a fucking two months you know like fuck. just a nice little handshake sometimes suffices just i'd like that's what i'm saying acknowledging it though because i think little small things like that because sometimes i'm very forgetful so if i forget um, you know, I'd be really nice if my significant other was like, hey, babe, like happy anniversary. I'm like, oh, fuck. Sorry, I forgot. But thank you for remembering. Like, it means a lot that you remembered. I don't know. Just the the it's not necessarily what you say. It's just how it comes off, you know, how it translates or whatever, because at the end of the day, you're validating um, that this is important to you, that this relationship exactly. means something. Yeah, so. of course. Uh, the acknowledgement, but the whole celebration. I know my ex wanted to do a whole celebration decorate go to dinner and just acknowledge it to the extreme which is nice it's fun but every fucking month it gets tiring like fuck that's a lot of fucking money that i could be fucking doing other shit with <laughs> not fucking spending it on a fucking teddy bear and some balloons that i don't give a fuck about you know like not nah. but you know fuck like every month i uh, not into it, sis. Well, since we're on that topic of month anniversaries, is flowers and gifts a must in a relationship? No. No, because, well, I mean, you know, everyone has their own love language. Everyone does. Everyone, it's different for everybody. For me, I'm not a materialistic person at all. So when I do get things like that, I almost push it away. My automatic response, as bad as it is, I'm really trying to work on it. But my automatic response is, shouldn't you be saving money? And I'm really trying to work on that because I'm not trying to um, discredit the fact that they're thinking about me. Obviously, that's what I'm saying. I know it sounds bad. I know it comes off bad. That's just my automatic response. I don't know how to receive things. I've never been one to, um, I don't know. I, it's just weird. I've never been in a relationship where, somebody pulls up and it's like hey i got you these flowers i was just thinking about you i mean as or nice two dresses oh yeah <laughs> two dresses um so that that has been something that i realized within myself with this relationship you know what i mean this one's recent this one's new this one's different so now obviously it means a lot but also i'm trying to get over that just my automatic response is kind of a thing so no not being a materialistic person that is not a must to me at all um i get enough from 
you know, my love language is like quality time, just sitting down, talking, you know, tell me you fucking love me and that literally will be enough. I don't need flowers. But it's also nice to, you know, randomly show up and, you know, give your significant other flowers or receive them. It's nice. It is. It really is. But is it a must? Nah. So do you think like you would get mad like on Valentine's Day or your birthday or a big achievement that you just graduated college or, you know, you got promoted at work? Do you expect flowers or a gift or or not? The key word is expect me personally. No, Um, I know a lot of people like my best friend. She's one that's like, I fucking did this. We fucking did this. Where's my shit? Okay, sorry. Uh, we were interrupted by my roommate. I needed to move my car. Anyways, Heidi, what were you fucking saying? I was just saying that everyone's a little different. Like I was saying, my best friend, she's one to to expect those things. And I don't really see anything wrong with it. That's just kind of, she's just bougie, you know? And and everyone, you know, had, like you said earlier, we all have different love languages. We both are one to love quality time more than receiving gifts. People would rather receive gifts than have quality time which doesn't motherfucking make sense to me but whatever to each their own (laughs) to each their own yeah so like i said it just really comes down to um we're gonna keep going in circles with this but it really just comes down to acknowledging Mm -hmm. what they want what they don't kind of a thing and just knowing your partner exactly okay what do you think about oh this one's We've kind of already touched on this, but I was thinking about um, a validation. Personally, for me, it's a very big thing. Like, I want to just be, just went with everything. I want my feelings to be validated. You know, sometimes I'm really dramatic. I'm very sensitive. I overthink and I cause fake scenarios in my head and I end up hurting my own feelings. That's just how I am. But to an extent, I don't want those brushed away. And I feel like validation in any sense in a relationship is really important and in any relationship yeah any romantic or not validation is is a must um but it just all depends on you know the person you're dating you have to know the person what kind of validation do they need do they need any validation do they need a lot do they need a little it just all depends on every different or every relationship is different and um you can't really pinpoint like what kind of validation is needed in a relationship every relationship is different every person is different so therefore different validation is needed in different relationships right which i which i agree with i just think it's important to not discredit you know feelings um i think that that's a big one because we've touched on this before Marley, where it's something small something that can be super small to you that have that has no meaning to you no reason as to why we'd be arguing over like some that could be like the end of the world for me kind of a thing you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and that's something that i do need to work on i'll admit I, that's something i need to do, to work on because you know, I was raised on very uh, tough love and I didn't really get to sit and dwell in my feelings. I needed to hurry and figure out what I can do to fix it or get the fuck over it. So that's something that I do need to work on. And because a lot of people don't think that way and a lot of people weren't raised that way. So I do need to be okay with everyone handles, you know, different situations differently. 
And they also needed to be comforted in a different way than I, obviously. So that's something that I do need to work on because I'm very, you know, gets, I get to the point. Why are you crying? Let's fucking fix it. Stop crying. I don't, I'm not one to, you know, let you just pat you on the back and have you just cry and say, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No, like as much, I do care. It's not, it's not that I don't care. It's just, I just process things differently. And that's something that I do need to work on. And I feel like there's a lot of people who can relate to me. I hope. (laughs) I know there's a lot that can relate to me because I've been seeing tweets, you know, and they just hit different because it's like, we're all sensitive ass motherfuckers. Um, some of us just show it a lot more than others. And I'm definitely one that shows it because I literally to date have not watched a movie or a show that has not made me cry. When I get into it, I get into it completely. I'm a homebody at heart. I love to just sit back, watch TV. And when I get into a show or a movie, I just completely get in there. Even if it's a freaking animated movie and I'll be bawling my ass up at the end. Everyone's, you know, everyone's different. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm a sensitive person too. Like I am. I just, when it comes to dealing with problems, I do it a lot different. Like, of course I'm probably hurting just as much as you, you know, but I just handle it. I deal with it different. Right. And that's what I'm saying. We all handle it very differently. Some are very open about it like me and some are not like you. Yeah. Very secretive (laughs) in a not bad way. If that's possible. In a a Scorpio way. (laughs) She's a Scorpio or whatever. And you know, Heidi's okay. So if you didn't get it already, me and Heidi are fucking dating and you know, she's a Capricorn and I was scared of Capricorns because my mom is a Capricorn and mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, I love you. But you know, me and my mom have had a lot of, you know, differences and we, we butt heads a lot. And so when I heard Heidi was a Capricorn, I was like, oh shit, are you kidding me? I was like, this girl though, she's good. And then she tells me she's a fucking Capricorn. I was like, do i do it or do i not like i didn't know but then i was like i just gotta go in and you know i have a different view on capricorns now so mom i love you again just kidding i always love you hopefully on a different episode we can touch on this because you know zodiac signs are yes we should if you guys want to fucking hear us talk about astrology give us some fucking feedback one way or another you know we'll put our instagrams at the end so you'll get that or leave us a rating i don't know i don't know how this works like i said this is our first podcast i don't even know what's what's good or not so uh yeah anyways back to relationships 101 (laughs) okay here this is i'm just gonna start off by giving my opinion so you can just throw in yours at the end but okay um let's see i wanted to talk about um i think this is a big don't for me i think you should never ever make your partner feel like they owe you anything and anybody in general you know nobody owes you anything you me this could just be me being independent do i do that no no be honest no i didn't for the people (laughs) this is me being honest to the people okay just making sure i didn't think so but i didn't know no, but you know what I mean? Because like I said, this is me speaking on like on behalf of myself, just obviously on behalf of myself, but <laughs> speaking from past <laughs> relationships, they, I've always allowed myself to get stepped on and just walked all over. And I've always 
been made to feel as if I owed them something, you know? I felt like I had to stay in that toxic relationship because I felt like I need to take care of you. I need to save you. I need to change this for you. I need to help you. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's the biggest thing. It's a very, as much as you, some use this as a way to keep you in, but as much as you try to do that, it's pushing them away. It really is. You can't make anybody feel like they owe you anything because at the end of the fucking day, nobody owes you a goddamn thing. Amen sis yeah i don't know this one's kind of a weird one for me do you i've never really thought about that that's something i haven't really thought about so let me sit on this for a second wait hold on um yeah i got nothing she's just gonna agree with what i said because (laughs) um because that that's what a healthy relationship consists of you know when you don't have anything to say you just agree done boom yeah and that's period sisters and brothers <laughs> oh, God. okay let's see um we kind of touched on this in the beginning but when it um i want to touch on this one more time because this is the big one trust if there's no trust there's nothing if yes. there is no trust yes. there is nothing i'm spe- i got trust issues beyond the roof I'm telling you beyond the sky what I'm I got it from here to like Pluto if that's the furthest I don't know what the fuck but I my trust issues are insane they really are but I've learned to put that aside because at the end of the day like I said I create fake scenarios in my head I end up hurting my own feelings over nothing you know and that's been something that I've really tried to work on lately but yeah without trust there's nothing if there's even in a friendship in any type of relationship there's no trust there's no fucking relationship yeah i agree with that and i think that's the first priority in a relationship is trust and then like i said earlier communication Mm -hmm. those two things make or break a relationship in my opinion of course everyone has some sort of well i shouldn't say everyone but most people have trust issues to a certain extent they've been hurt everyone's been hurt one way or another um and other people take time take their time to heal from that and you know gain trust for most people but i think that you can still have trust issues and still trust another person you know what i mean like you like i have trust issues but i trust you and there's there's of course times where you know my trust issues get in the way and i'm like wait hold up hold up wait you said you were doing this like you know like and things don't match up and so then i'm like you know like oh my god are you fucking cheating on me or whatever the fuck it is like there's times like that but it's not that i don't trust you it's just i don't trust the situation or whatever it's you know what i mean so it's like i don't know i think it's hard starting off on a clean slate like i said like for me being through all of these different things with different people in the past it's obviously hard to let that go. You know, you're not going to let these trust issues go. You're not going to let these, anything that bothers you in a relationship, you're not going to let that go from like, you're not going to let that go from night to day. You know, you're not just going to sleep and okay, boom, all my trust issues are gone. All of this is gone. No, obviously not. But if you want to make something work, obviously you got to work towards that. And again, just communicate. So communication is key. Y'all, communication (laughs) Communication is key. It really is. Like, you can have so many disagreements, but if you guys communicate it, like, it makes it so much easier. Yeah, I'm not going to guarantee that 
you'll 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 make it through the relationship and you guys will last like I can't tell you that but I can tell you it will be a lot better and a lot less long it'll you guys I don't fucking know how to speak it'll last a lot longer if you guys have strong communication skills with each other um no matter how many times you guys argue or disagree on things it'll be much less oh my god please it'll last a lot longer i swear I'll, i'll learn how to talk better what do you think heidi about talking about past relations like sexual relations or relationships with your significant other is that okay or is that not okay is that inappropriate or is it okay like what are your thoughts i think that you and your partner should be completely open in every way you know you love that person because of who they are and you got to accept them as they are and you know the past that they bring with them so obviously listening to your stories about the past and your relationships and stuff obviously that bothers me because in my head you know nobody touched you nobody kissed you no you didn't do anything you were mine and that's it and that's period and as controlling as that is you know that's just how i am and that's what i do to kind of cope with it because hearing like your stories and stuff i do get a little a little sad because um of course of course but it's like but it's not necessarily like i would talk about it to like brag or like say like oh look what i was doing you know it's more so like this happened in my life and i just was reminded of it it's not like i'm saying details and saying like you know you know details of what it felt like or how i felt or what we said or you know what i mean it's more so like oh that happened and that was funny or this was so shitty it's like more so like i want to share with my experiences with you because you're my person you're who i care about you are someone who i spend every day with that i want you to know everything about me and exactly and that includes my relationships like because that was a part of me and of course i hate fucking hearing i'm the same way like no one's ever fucking touched you you haven't been in love before it's that's how i think in my head you know what i mean like i'm your first for everything and you're only of everything you know there was no exes there's no such thing as exes in our relationship (laughs) period (laughs) so yeah no it makes me sad too but at the same time i want to hear about it you know because you went through it that makes who you who you are today like i want to hear about it i want to hear what you were doing you know like a year ago to two years ago to 10 years ago i want to hear all about it as hard as it is of course i don't want details i don't want to know how big the fucking dicks are even though i've asked a question like that yeah yes i asked yes i've asked i've asked how big dicks are like are am i okay like are, are you kidding me i don't know what's wrong with me but i asked that question but you, you know i shouldn't be asking those questions because i do hurt my own feelings by asking and then she answers being the good girlfriend she is she answers my questions and i just hurt myself so i don't know i think it's okay to a certain extent obviously details shouldn't be um brought up unless they were asked i guess but even then it's like maybe you should just be like sis or bro like maybe we shouldn't talk about this this is gonna hurt your feelings but you know my girlfriend just goes full on just answers my questions and so does mine so don't make her like (laughs) trick you into believing that i'm that way and she's not because if i ask a simple question 
I get like a whole story and it's like, oh, cool. You could have just told me this one thing, not given me a name even. And it would have sufficed, you know, so whatever. It is what it is, though. Anyways, so. So, yeah, you know, we're just two regular girls just trying to have fun and talk about past and shit. Um, I have only one more point, And so I kind of want to save it to the last because it's this comes close to you and I. And it's going to be a juicy oh. one. So go ahead and br- come on. I think she wants to argue. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. We'll, she. well, here is a big don't to me because I, I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and give my don'ts and then we can go off from there. My big don't is don't compare in a relationship. Whether it's... Like compare each other or compare you to other relationships? Anything. Anything. Comparing comparing absolutely anything in any relationship i feel is the one of the unhealthiest things you can do i agree because you know i there's no need there's no need you love this person for who they are as you should and there should be no need for you to be comparing oh um like you know this person's this way and i'm this way or like this person's this way and then they're that way or my relationship's this way but look at them they look a lot happier like kind of a thing you know comparing anything no is a big no for me and i think that once you start doing that it's like okay you're not in it get the fuck out because you're wasting the other person's time if you're going to start comparing i i i agree i <laughs> i agree with that i don't think that you should be comparing your relationship or your partner with other people or your past relationships because we are our own people and um you know, every relationship is going to be different. Even though I'm the same person, this current relationship that I'm in is completely different than the last one. I am completely different just because I'm in a different environment. So it's like so hard to base my, my relationship and my partner on past relationships or other people's relationships just because it's so, it's, it's different. And you know, um, and if you're not happy in it and if you're you're pointing out this is this is, you know, I wish you would do this or I wish you would be like that or I wish, you know, we had more fun. Like if you wished all this and you want to compare, then get the fuck out, dude. Or says like get the fuck out. Like, why are you sitting here trying to compare your relationship so much and wishing this and that and you know, like I don't know. Like some people, I don't understand what goes through their head because they can sit here and, you know, sit in a toxic relationship and, you know, be, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't get people like, get the fuck out if you want to compare. That's all I got to say. Exactly. And at the end of the day, if you're not happy, you know, get the fuck out. There's a lot of people who are just genuinely not ready to be in a serious relationship. They're really not. And as much as it sucks that they would. Well, my thing is, okay, if you're not, if you know in your heart that you're not ready for a serious relationship, don't be fucking playing with anybody else and get yourself into one because then you're just wasting the other person's time and your time as well. So know yourself and know what you want. Yeah. And I think that's really 
brave and strong of somebody to know what they need and what they don't need in their life if you know that you are not ready for a serious relationship or a relationship in general don't lead somebody on like and if you know that and you are straight up from the beginning or if you are in a relationship and all of a sudden you you know a relationship is not what you need anymore I think and and you voice that and you make it happen. I think that's so brave and so strong of somebody. And that's the first sign of growth is being obviously self-aware and then acting upon and making those changes that you need for yourself. So if if, you know, know those things. And I think that that's really that's good. It's good to know those things that you have or that you need to have done in your life. No, I I agree with that 100%. And you're right, it does take a strong person to recognize things like that. I definitely agree with that. Um, I've been getting a little bit better about it. You know, there's uh, friendships even, you know, that I've had to let go of because I know that they're not good for me. I know that that's not what I need in my life. And yes, that is the first sign of growth. And that is takes a strong person to do that. But I think you should really take time to look within yourself and know, is this what I want? Is this you know what i need right now is this helping me am i helping the person you know things like that so yeah and and to kind of piggyback back off of you know what you were just saying like i think that there should be constant individual growth as well as growth in the relationship if you're not growing with your partner then yeah you'll eventually grow apart and if there's no growth at all and one person's growing and the other's not then i don't know it, it holds you back the person who's growing it holds you back because you're surrounded by somebody who's not growing who doesn't want to grow and you're constantly just wanting to grow and grow as a person right. so yeah you need to know what's good and what's not and um and to the people who are you know not wanting to grow or not wanting to develop themselves to be better every single day you need to get on that train sis because you a human needs to constantly be growing and as, as a person you know you're always going to evolve obviously now as adults we're not the same people as we were as kids because we grew mentally physically and you you need to be doing that stop saying the same place you know stop bringing your people down and grow and event you know sometimes you do grow away from people because of that so and you just need to accept that and and know it and make it happen for yourself because you should have that amount of self-love to make that happen for you I hope that made sense. I'm kind of all over the place. So here's a question question. What do you think, Marley, about sharing locations? Is that an absolute must? No, I don't think it's an absolute ab- <laughs> It's an absolute must. No, I don't think it's an absolute must. Um, for me, I like to show share locations just because we live in a digital world. It's it's just convenient to know, like, okay, this person didn't answer. I have my whole family's um location on my phone and it's nice like um if they didn't answer I like to check where they are like oh okay like whatever they're you know out and about they're busy or if they're home like I'm I'm like if you didn't answer and you're at home I'm fucking calling again and it's not that I'm like a controlling person I'm just annoying I'm just I'm gonna word (laughs) I'm gonna flat out say I'm just annoying but with my significant other no I'm I'm not I'm not a controlling person I don't give a fuck what you're doing or where you're at it's just more so just convenient we live in a a digital world now that it's like it's nice 
to know that I know where she is. I know that sounds so crazy, but it's nice to know that where she is at all times um, for safety purposes, as well as just curiosity. I'm like, you know, even though we're with each other, if we're not working, I don't work. But if she's not working and um, we don't have other obligations, we're with each other. Um, so it's not really I'm not a controlling person. I don't really care what she goes and do what she goes and do and does oh what she goes and does okay (laughs) english is my second language that's what she says but it's not she doesn't know me she's only known me not even a year now which is crazy i know we're going on our four months in in about five or four days so june 1st is our four months so high five yay um anyways what was the question (laughs) do you think it's important to share locations yeah i don't think it's important but i think it's nice it's convenient i think that's that's my word it's convenient but it's not a must like my past relationship there was maybe like only like two months where we had and it was a very toxic controlling relationship and even then we only had like two months of it and we were in a relationship for over a year and a half and and well, only two months maybe of it we had our location shared i don't think it's a must and yeah like i said like i keep repeating myself it's just convenient i don't know i like it but i don't really care for it either if that if my person doesn't want to that's fine with me it doesn't matter because there's the trust you know that's when the trust there comes in yeah and i i agree with that i don't think it's an absolute must um but it, uh, yeah, it, it is cool. Sometimes, you know, I'm at work and I want, and it's four o'clock and I get off. I want to see if my girl's there to pick me up. So I'll track her location. I'm like, cool, she outside. Let me go downstairs and get in the car. And, you know, my unemployed ass, I know, I don't want every minute she was in the bathroom or on oh. lunch, on her break. She's checking, where this girl at? <laughs> I know. Are you not? No, I thought you meant you were checking, you know, when no, I you, go. To, oh. No, you're checking. No, I don't. <laughs> but for the people no i don't <laughs> um i was just looking up some more things because i like to have other people's point of view like i said i'm very i'm a very stubborn person so i think the way i think and it's rare when somebody convinces me otherwise so compromise obviously is a big thing but i think the biggest thing in a relationship in a healthy relationship is to continuously treat your significant other the same um as you did when you started it, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? That consistency, that love, that, you know, because everyone tries harder in the beginning. People, um, you try harder in the beginning. You want to get their attention. You want them to notice it. You want to get them to know that you love them. You know what I so mean? So you're saying when you're out of the honeymoon phase that you should still remain consistent out of that. Yes, because I do, obviously, the honeymoon phase, you're blinded completely, so, right? Well, but since I brought up the honeymoon phase, do you believe in the honeymoon phase or do you think, give me your thoughts on that because i have a i have a point of view on that i completely believe in the honeymoon phase you do i completely do and do you think we're in or out of our honeymoon phase what our honeymoon (laughs) (laughs) do you think we're in or out of our honeymoon phase we've only been dating for four months now yeah i think we're still in it but you could think something different i don't know it because at the end of the day it does become a routine you know what i mean it does become a routine like i see marley every day we sleep together. I I really just, I mean, we don't really live together. Like I still pay for my apartment as dumb as that might be, but I sleep over here. So I could become a routine, 
but um i think it's like i said it, it even if a honeymoon phase honeymoon phase is short simple done within like a week fuck i don't know I think that consistency, if you still want them, I don't think there's a honeymoon phase. I don't, (laughs) I don't believe in that because if you truly love the person you're with, it should feel like you're on a honeymoon every day. Right. Right. Even though we're in a routine, we see each other every day. Yeah. There might be some, I, I shouldn't say this, but dull moments where we're just, you know, chilling on our phones or, you know, just sitting in silence. But at the same time, when we're both interacting, I feel like it should still feel like that first time we met. That should be any relationship. I feel like any good relationship, I should say. I don't believe in a honeymoon phase. I feel like a honeymoon phase should be the whole fucking relationship or get the fuck out, you know? Whoops. <laughs> So I said the wrong thing. No, no, it's it's good I'm to have different kidding. opinions. No, of course, and you know, you and I have those a lot on <laughs> everything. It makes so it, it fun. It, it really keeps does. It interesting. It keeps it very interesting, <laughs> and it keeps me on my toes. Um, but no, that may have come off wrong. I don't know. I I just feel like it's so different in the beginning. Like I said, you are for me. I try a lot harder. You know, I may put up an image. You know towards the beginning that i'm hot shit and all this and i just i you are hot shit don't <laughs> whatever even, don't babe whatever. <laughs> okay but you know what i mean i so i you know you know you know what you guys i'm gonna call marley out on her shit i'm gonna call marley <laughs> okay, out on here her we shit go because one time we were getting tacos and we talked about the honeymoon base and she asked me, do you still think we're in ours? And I said, yes. And she said, me too. So does she believe in a honeymoon phase or does she not? No, but here's the thing, you know. Like I said, I think differently than most people. So I adapt to the normalcy of fucking people. So people think there's a honeymoon phase. I'm going to call it a honeymoon phase. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, let's just wrap this up. I have one juicy topic. Ooh. This comes close to our relationship. But it's something that must be said. All right. Drum roll. Drum roll. Oh, I'm getting nervous. Okay. This one to me is it, 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 it's so, it's something that I feel so strongly about. Um, and there's very little people like me and I wish there were more. No offense, Heidi. I love you. But is it okay to kiss your friends okay so she doesn't want a girlfriend by the end of the night is what i'm hearing um like i said i what is normal to you is completely like end of the world for me you know what i mean everyone has that difference like it comes back to what we started in the beginning pictures comments things like that it's very important to establish boundaries your significant other's boundaries. I am not okay with you doing certain things. Obviously, I don't give a fuck if that's your friend. I don't think it's okay that you're going to kiss your fucking friend. If it's like a maybe a little, you know, those little cheek kisses things that people do. Like, I'm not more like cultural kisses is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So things like that I'm like okay with, but me not being a touchy person, not being that kind of a person, I don't see anything right with that. I feel very disrespected um and you know that's well, just i'm not me. talking about a makeup i'm talking about just like a pet you know on the cheek or on the lips see the lip at uh, the lips is where i draw a line do you still kiss your mom as an old and as an adult kissing your mom on the lips i'm sure i would if we had a better relationship 
okay whatever i just i'm just telling you how i feel you obviously know (laughs) i i I personally find that very disrespectful and like i said i think it's just very important to establish those your boundaries with your significant other of course and i i fully agree with that like i said i am more than willing to respect what my significant other wishes in a relationship um, to a certain extent, if I feel like it's unreasonable, but this is not unreasonable. This is completely reasonable. So, yes, I would respect that of you, even though I, I fucked up in the past. But the past is the past, you know, moving forward. I am more than happy to respect that. But at the same time, my viewpoint does not will not ever change. I do think it's OK to kiss a friend, um, a makeout, probably not. A kiss? No, I, not probably, and absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. But a kiss? Like I don't know. Like I'm, a, I'm a, I am like as much as I, I say I'm not an affectionate person. I am, like, I'm a very touchy person. So, and if I like you as a friend or not, I'm gonna want to kiss you. Like I, I, that's just another way of me showing my appreciation and love for that person. So it's like a greeting, like a hug, you know. Um, I'm going to give you a hug and a kiss because I love you or you know what I mean? And like cultural, you're, you're Mexican. I, I come from a Polynesian background. They're very similar in the sense of greetings. We kiss our, our elders, our aunties, our uncles. I don't. We culturally, not you. Culturally, we kiss our, our family members on the cheek. Yeah. Sure. It's the same thing. I think of it the same thing. Like it's just another, it's another greeting. Whether it's a kiss on the on the cheek or on the lips, but obviously the per, the more closer I am to somebody, that's where it moves from the cheek to the lips. And you know, you guys can come at me, whatever. Do it. <laughs> but I don't know. I just think I think it's okay as long as there's the trust there, like, and you know, your intentions behind it is sincerely just friend to friend i think it's possible to have friends that you kiss not on a regular basis but on more on like a greeting side or like haha this is fun you know (laughs) i don't i like i said this is something that i think you know this is something that we will always um butt heads about agree to disagree on because honestly i like i said i'm gonna keep repeating myself but i find that very disrespectful i obviously that is a more intimate thing And I just, that's just a lot more romanticized in my opinion. And I am like, I've, you know, relationships are all different. I see a lot of like when I was on Tinder back in the day or whatever, I'd see a lot of couples looking for, you know, a third or fourth, whatever people are open. It's important to establish what you're okay with and what you're not. If you are comfortable and your significant other are wanting to be open and have other people and have all these things, then that's fine. Please go to your thing, do whatever you feel is good for you, but don't agree with it because your significant other wants it. She thinks it's okay. And as much as I love her and as much as I want to, you know, have that, like, let's completely meet like, let me completely agree with you kind of a thing. Not necessarily. but No, really. and yeah, I wouldn't expect you to be okay with that. If it makes you uncomfortable and if you feel disrespected by me, then I'm not going to, you know, make you be okay with me kissing my friends. I'll respect it because I understand and I'm a very understanding person and most people should be understanding on uh, uh, for sure on this. When it comes to your relationship, if you think like me and, and if you have a person who thinks like Heidi, 
then yes, you should be okay with, you know, holding that back. And if, and if that's something that you do want, you do want a third, if you want a, um, polyamorous relationship, then go and look for that. Then, uh, you know what I mean? If you're not completely happy, then go and get that. And, And if that's not something I'm looking for, um, when it comes to me being okay with kissing friends, it's more so I'm just an open person. I, there's no way in hell I can do, uh, polyamorous relationship i am more i'm i am territorial just not as strong as you sis (laughs) no and i made that a point from the beginning i i really i i am i am and i i'm very territorial but i'm also very trusting you know what i mean i don't know i do contradict myself a lot in the way that i say well every situation is going to be different right you know every um situation is going to be different <laughs> oh she's just repeating herself yeah so um, <laughs> but yeah like i said i it, at the end of the day trust communication are the biggest things you have to trust your partner you have to communicate if your partner doesn't know what fucking bothers you then you know like i said they can think everyone's gonna think a certain way marley thinks obviously very differently from what i think and if she didn't communicate that to me, if I didn't communicate to her, you know, what I don't like and if she vice versa, then you're just going to hurt each other. You're just yeah. it's just going to be a toxic. Thing. I think it's trust, communicate and then compromise. There we go. So once you have that trust in somebody and you're able to communicate and then all and then come to a compromise, you got a good relationship right there. Mm-hmm. And also and then fourthly. <laughs> Does that person make you laugh? That's another that's that another big a fucking big thing. one. Okay. For myself, yes, I laugh at everything. I do. And sometimes it's not even fucking funny. And people look at me because it's like a morbid thing and I'm like You're laughing. You're just awkward, sis. That's why you'd be laughing. <laughs> Which is fine, you know? That's just how I am. I generally speaking, I'm a pretty happy person, you know. Obviously, I have my really bad days and you you can see it on my face. But you know, it's important to laugh it really is and it's important to have somebody that makes you laugh somebody you just want to be with all the time you know what i mean because if you don't if marley didn't make me laugh i don't know i don't know but she (laughs) she you've obviously heard her just listening to her i'm sure you guys get the vibe of how she is she's pretty funny even though i wouldn't admit that to her because it gets (laughs) to her head a little bit you know she gets a little cocky she when she compliments me i'm like fuck you right sis and then i'm like looking for like a handshake you know and that's some relationship 101 with two regular girls your girl marley and oh heidi yeah we'll work on that um (laughs) so i honestly look forward to recording another podcast um our regular days are going to be mondays we had a little bit of some technical difficulties starting this one but our next episode will be coming out june 1st um this upcoming monday i look forward to it and it's gonna get juicier from here and like i said from the beginning we will be talking about literally everything so we do have one coming up I don't know if it's going to be the next one or not, but it's about aliens, y'all. That's something that me and Heidi have been talking about a lot lately. So stay tuned. Um, I'm going to keep the second episode a surprise. So, yeah. Anyways, 
we're out. Bye. Cute. <laughs> this was fun.